Hi everyone, welcome to It's All Good. This is a podcast all about well-being. Every episode, I have a new guest join me to share personal stories and give ways to take care of health and wellness. I'm Lauren, and today I'm joined by my friend, Janin. Hi everyone, I'm Janin, and I know <laughs> Lauren through Wellness Peers initially, um, and we bonded through that program at UBC, and yeah, we've been good friends ever since, and she asked me to come on the podcast today with her. Yeah. And who are you? Oh, me. <laughs> I am uh, going into my fourth year at UBC and my first year in the dietetics program. And I'm originally from Niagara Falls, Ontario, but came out here for school. In this episode, Janin talks about an experience that prompts her to find personal growth through goal setting. Jen will talk us through her process of making and accomplishing her goals. We'll talk about ways to set achievable goals, how to feasibly stick with them, and how we deal with disappointment when we don't reach them. We'll also talk about when to give up or restructure your goals. Just so you know, we recorded this a few months ago, before the time of COVID. I'll let you go ahead and tell your story. Ooh, okay. So I guess my story begins at the end of Wellness Peers. Um... And also, if you don't know what Wellness Peers is, listen to the first episode of the season. I go into it, but sorry, continue. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was in April. I was finishing up Wellness Peers, which was like a very supportive uh, program with a bunch of like great people who were very concerned about your well-being um, and really pushed you to like personally grow personally and um, like make connections. It was just a great program, and it was I was in a very good state um, at the end of April. And then I went on a month-long vacation to Spain, so it was a huge change. Um, not used to, like, traveling alone or just with a friend for, like, such a long period of time. So that was a big change in my life, but it was such a great experience. And then coming back from Spain, I got into this very, basically, like, a rut. I was kind of depressed, like not adjusting very well because I moved into a new place with new people. Um, I was starting a new job, living away from my family for a first summer, um, trying to balance like a boyfriend as well as friends and um, just not in the state how I was in April. So this went on for like about a month and I still wasn't seeing improvement. And then one weekend, my boyfriend invited me to go on a hike. Like we went um, to the grass grind and I don't know what it was. Maybe it was like the endorphins or just like reaching the top and like actually seeing myself reach a goal and do something like meaningful throughout the summer. Um, but while, our, while we were making our way up the grind, I just realized, huh, like this is what I was missing in my life. I think I was missing like that personal growth, that like personal challenge that I had or like goal setting in my life. Um, because after I came back from Spain, it was, it was very stagnant. Like I went from a year of having um, all this personal growth and making all these connections and being in a role that allowed me to grow personally and um, do all these amazing things to like a summer where I wasn't really doing much. Um, so that was like very weird for me to not have that in my life anymore. So um, recognizing that I kind of set on a journey of personal growth and goal setting for the summer. And I think that kind of at least got me a little bit out of this rut to get get back to where I was in April. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, anyone that does the grass grind, I commend you. I did it once, <laughs> never again. Oh, it's so awesome. We should do it. Yeah. Have you been doing it every weekend? Is that the... 
that was <laughs> that was the goal initially i think i got to the top and i said to my boyfriend i was like we're gonna do this every weekend or at least once a week because his aunt who we went with does it at least once a week and i was like Shit. like oh, i want to do that like damn, she's she's crazy but um unfortunately with time and stuff it hasn't happened but like i think like the most meaningful thing about that was just realizing i need like personal growth in my life and and those goals Right. Mm-hmm. So you're at the top of this hike mm-hmm. and did it just come all of a sudden or was this throughout the hike that you were feeling this way? I think it was about halfway through mm-hmm. where like actually about like three quarters you get to like a point where it becomes like fun and easy. Like you're past mm-hmm. the like, oh my gosh, what did I sign up for point? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're like, huh, like I can actually do this. Like it's not as bad as I thought. And then that's when I kind of started to think like, oh, like why haven't I been doing this all summer? Like, what is missing? Like, why like, why was I in that state before? Like, I feel so great now. And then that's when I started thinking, like, oh, like, I need to, need to set my goals and need to reach them. Right. Yeah. Wow. So <laughs> what, what happened next? <laughs> uh, what happened next? I came home and I, I wanted to make, make some goals. I, I guess I just... What actually happened? I don't really know if anything like actually happened, but I just wanted to start goal making. So I told myself I wanted to be more active because I felt so great on that hike. Um, I wanted to get back into my routines that I had before I left for Spain, um, which was um, going to the gym regularly or being more active throughout the throughout the summer. And then I also wanted to kind of challenge my negative thoughts that I was having before or like after my after my trip. So, um. Yeah, I guess that comes into goal setting, and that's part of what we were going to talk about, um, like how to make feasible goals and how to stick to them and like what personal growth means to each of us. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You're great at this. (laughs) Thanks, Lauren. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, I know we talked about um, making goals based on a certain um, theme. Like we learned in wellness peers, it was – was it an indigenous uh, wellness wheel? In the wheel, it had four different themes, which were physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Um, yes. And I, <laughs> I know we talked about making those goals based on those themes. And I chose physical and mental. And I think one of my physical goals was to just be more active throughout the summer or throughout life in general, because I realized how great I felt after that gross grind like I pushed myself to like a point physically that was so euphoric almost mm-hmm. um so and I and I recognize that just being active like walking to school or riding my bike around is just so great for my mind and body um so I do my like goals and themes so physical and then like under that like a sub theme would be um, just being more active throughout the day. And then within that sub theme, I do like small mini goals. That's how I make my goals. <laughs> um, Very methodical. Yeah. <laughs> like a flow chart almost. Right. <laughs> um, and one of my mini goals for being more active throughout the day is to bike to work or bike to school when it's, when I can. And also like bike to the grocery store or bike to friend's house or wherever I need to go, basically. Um, that way, I save time usually because of transit and also like you get a good exercise and you're more active. Um, another sub goal I might have is to go on walks with friends. 
like when we're feeling down or when we just want to get some fresh air, um, going on a walk is really nice. Um, other than that, like I try to go to the gyms in the mornings, um, when I can. So before work, um, but yeah, it's, it's achieving or like setting small goals is more possible to achieve I find for myself because when I set these huge goals like I'm going to do five pull-ups by like the end of the year it's like impossible it's impossible Mm -hmm. for me I can never like make that so mini goals is is where it's at (laughs) (laughs) right and and by doing that you gain more motivation like when you complete smaller goals because then the next one seems easier because like oh I, I accomplished those other smaller goals and it makes it not as uh, insurmountable to accomplish one giant goal. So mm-hmm. I, like, I love how you do, how you break it up so it's not, like, as stressful because I think goal setting can be kind of stressful. Yeah, very stressful, especially when you don't achieve a goal that you've been working towards. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be very disappointing and discouraging, um, and you don't want to make another goal again, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's also important to have a reason behind your goal uh, because it keeps you motivated, keeps you on track, and you're more likely to keep going with it if you have like a good reason for it so like my physical goal was because it makes me feel really good Mm -hmm. um and then everyone can have a different reason for your goal but ultimately it should be a good one (laughs) to keep you on track or be one that is very personal to you Mm -hmm. oh I wanted to ask you how how has the progress been on your physical goal it's been really good like compared to my I'm like comparing myself to basically since the gross grind like Mm -hmm. since I started to get myself out of this funk Mm -hmm. um it's been really good like I feel like I'm almost back at the point where I was in April almost like Mm -hmm. I'm into more of a routine in my new place with my new friends and well not my new friends my new (laughs) my new roommates um and I'm like getting into routine and getting into my goal setting again so yeah, it feels good. Like I've been biking to work a lot, um, especially because it's so nice out. I want to take advantage of the sun before the rain comes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've been trying to go to the gym before work. So I think it, yeah, it took a lot. But as soon as you get into that consistency and getting into that routine, um, while also kind of achieving your goals, it, it can, it's like life-changing almost or kind yeah. of revolu- revolutionary is that a, is that a word to describe it totally <laughs> yeah I use revolutionary like every other day wow <laughs> sick <laughs> wow and uh I like how you made it like easier for yourself to say okay when I wake up I'm gonna go to the gym before I go to work so it becomes a routine and it's not you don't have to decide like oh I'm gonna work out at this time so like you already have a consistent schedule do you feel like that makes things easier? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's almost like built into my schedule now. Like mm-hmm. when I wake up, I just go and I have everything with me. So mm-hmm. and then because it's very convenient for me because my work is like at the university where also the gym is. So mm-hmm. that that makes it a lot easier on myself. But just getting up, getting there and then doing my workout and then going to work like that is a good routine to have because it works for me. But yeah, if I had it any other way, like if I say sometimes like, oh, I'm going to just go after work or I'm going to go like after I do this, this and this and this, it's so much harder because it's not in a set routine and like everything can get in your way. So I find if you built it into your schedule, it 
you're way more consistent with it and it can be more um, like achievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that, what a great tip. <laughs> like implementing uh, a new goal with a habit that you that you already have. It's like brushing your teeth. Like you you just do it every day. Yeah. You think about it. Exactly. And I think sometimes helping to start to make it a habit is to like put it in your schedule. Like mm-hmm. if you have a calendar or like on your phone, like a reminder or something, like put in like gym seven to nine or something. That's, oh that's my a gosh. Lot. That's a long <laughs> So like eight to wow. nine. <laughs> and then like work is like nine to five or something, right? So you have it in your schedule. It's like in there. It's something you need to do and nothing like you're booked up. Sorry, like I'm busy. Yeah. Like this is this is part of my day kind of right. thing. That that helps for me a lot during school when I have classes and stuff. I like put it into my schedule already mm-hmm. because like if I don't, things can just like come in there and then I it's like, oh no, now what? Right. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're so. like the most dedicated like fitness person I oh know. My God. <laughs> like in, when you first told me, oh yeah, I work out every day before class. That's so amazing. <laughs> I, I like wake up and I go to school right away. I just find it works for me. That's mm-hmm. like the biggest thing about goals and routines is you have to find what works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I find in the mornings I have the most motivation and it, it's the most like efficient and good workout I can get. Mm-hmm. Um, but for other people, it's maybe nighttime or like after school when they're more awake or mm-hmm. I don't know. It just works into their schedule. So I mm-hmm. think you can be as as fit as me, <laughs> as fit dedicated. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, you're my um, fitspiration. Is oh, that, wow. Is that what the... Inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, fitspo. Love that. <laughs> Hashtag fitspo. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess the difference is, like, if you go to... If you do... If you work out after class, like, you might be... You might talk yourself out of it. Like, oh, I'm too tired to go work out. But mm-hmm. this way, by going... Or by working out before, you don't have to... Like, you already did it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no going back. Yeah, exactly. And you have, like, your rest of the day. Um, Honestly, like, you're half asleep at the gym if you go in the morning, so it's not that bad. (laughs) Yeah, but it's, it's, yeah, it's finding what works for you um, and what your good reason would be and what your your lifestyle is like. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing. Let's go into your other goal. Oh, wow. Your mental goal. (laughs) You want to talk about that? Yeah, my mental goal was challenging negative thoughts. That was, like, the theme. So it was, like, Mental, big theme, sub-theme, <laughs> challenging negative thoughts. We'll put a diagram in the description. <laughs> um, challenging negative thoughts and, like, working on self-positive talk. Mm-hmm. Positive self-talk. That's it. <laughs> um, because I find maybe that was p- contributing to my rut was just mm-hmm. getting in this loop of negative self-talk. And um, it's just very not... It's not what you want to hear. Like that inside voice, you usually want it to be positive and happy and supportive. Mm. Um, and I want to get to that point where it is very strong and it, I have very strong positive talk, self, mm. positive self-talk. <laughs> Second time around. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was my sub-theme. And my mini goals for that was, one of them was expressing gratitude. So my roommates put up a gratitude board in our house which is it's so cute we put up a whiteboard and there's pictures all around it and on it it says I'm grateful for and we all fill in what we're grateful for whenever something comes up and it stays up all the time so 
that's really good to look at because it's in our kitchen so you look at it every day and you're always looking at what you're grateful for and you read it sometimes and you're like oh man yes I'm grateful for this and it just reinforces that positive like the positive thinking in your mind at least for me it did um because it was great to see you don't think like oh yeah I'm grateful for bananas mm-hmm. but you do you do sometimes and you're like oh yes <laughs> this banana but um and then another like small mini goal was um, reflecting and journaling so reflecting on yes what's what I'm grateful for um, maybe like whatever happened during my day um, like if I'm having like a spiral of negative thoughts just writing them out and realizing how um, non-logical they are or like irrational they are uh, it kind of puts things in perspective and then like another mini goal is like taking the steps to maybe see someone um, like a counselor or like um, just like going in to talk to someone just to see like if things get worse yeah so those are my mini goals for my mental <laughs> theme. And there's a picture of me on your gratitude board right? oh of course That's yeah the only thing on there actually <laughs> actually yeah it's just a portrait of Laura. <laughs> even your roommates were like oh yeah <laughs> we love this girl <laughs> totally haven't met her but i believe in it oh thank you for sharing those those goals i think everyone can can benefit from doing those things that you talked about yeah like having gratitude how do you feel like that helps you challenge your negative thoughts um so if I'm thinking negatively and I look at the board and it says like I am grateful for my family my friends bananas <laughs> you love bananas don't you yeah like all fruit all fruit <laughs> love that <laughs> um like ice cream you know or like just like where we live like the beach the ocean the parks the mountains and then you just start thinking about it and you're like wow I have like so much in my life I uh, like I have people that love me I have friends I have family like it just kind of puts things puts your thoughts into perspective and you just start to think about what you have instead of what you don't have and I don't know how or why that helps with the negative thoughts but it does somehow mm-hmm. it just makes you think like oh man this is like a good life and like I don't need to be thinking this way Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like instead of worrying, you replace it with positive, grateful thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like they're stronger than the negative. So when you think about things you're grateful for, it's, it almost, they push, like they get pushed aside in your mind and mm-hmm. they're not, they're not important right now because you're thinking about how great your life is. Yes. Yeah. I should have a board like this in my house. You really should. Or like yeah. do it at night, like three things you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, Health Psych with David King. <laughs> he mentioned like, there were studies done where people would write down at night, like three things they're grateful for. And they had like crazy results about like happiness increase, like lower rates of depression symptoms, like the, like small little things like that. Just writing down three things you're grateful for every night mm-hmm. can have like crazy effects in your life. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. It's so simple too. Mm-hmm. If, if someone's never done it before, they think, oh, what's that going to do? But it really does transform the way you think. Mm-hmm. And I feel like life just becomes more vivid. Yeah, too. it really does. I agree. Good stuff. <laughs> and the last goal, oh, seeing someone to talk about dealing with these negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. What, what's your progress been on that? <laughs> um, it's hard because a counselor is very personal. You have to kind of 
shop around, right? You have to find mm-hmm. one that works for you. And I wasn't having very much luck, so I was getting kind of discouraged. Um, just not one that was been fitting. But recently, I did have a consult with one, and I think it was it was a good click we had, mm-hmm. like a good connection. So I think I'm going to pursue that and see how it goes. Um, because, I mean, counseling doesn't really have to be for a major problem that some people think. It can just be to find some resources or um, to change your thinking paths. Um, And that's kind of what I was looking for because this negative self-talk can turn into something more. So early intervention. (laughs) Here we go. Yeah. (laughs) And you're willing to to ask for help too in your goals. Yeah. I think it's it's very important um, to ask for help because if you try to do all these goals alone, you're not going to get anywhere yeah Mm -hmm. you you can't reach all these maybe you can get to the small goals for Mm -hmm. sure but if you want to achieve more teamwork is always always makes the dream work teamwork makes the dream work (laughs) (laughs) yeah and even for example your physical activity goal maybe if you have like a group of people to do it with then it keeps you more accountable to reach your goal it's easy to like wake up and decide, oh, I'm not going to go to the gym today. But then if you have people that are expecting you to go, then that incentivizes you to go. And also you get to see your friends. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know when I was starting out trying to get back into my routine, um, I asked a friend of mine to go in the mornings with me. And that's actually what kind of like hooked me on going in the mornings because we went a couple of times and I was like, wow, this is so much better than going like in the afternoon because I just get it over with. I feel good. Um, Then I have my rest of the day. So then even though we stopped going together because it just didn't work in our schedule, I still continued to go. And like, that's what got me into the routine. So if you're finding it challenging doing it alone or trying to have it by yourself, definitely try it with a friend. And it might just hook you enough to continue by yourself. Right. And yeah. even like telling your friends about what goals you have, even if it, if they're not directly involved, just so they can, maybe they'll ask you like, oh, how's your goal going? And then <laughs> you'll be like, oh, I have to, I, I should work towards because they might ask me. Yeah. I mean, if they're doing it in a positive way, not like, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> That's what you do to me, at least. <laughs> Why haven't you gone to the gym? <laughs> yeah, no, mm-hmm. for sure. Like asking your friends to keep you accountable is is also a great, mm-hmm. great way. But pick someone that's supportive. Don't <laughs> yeah, pick, don't pick me. Don't don't pick Janet. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, please Terrible pick me. Example. And being able to have a growth mindset, too, when it comes to completing your goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like not being afraid to fail or make mistakes because I feel like that's so important in any kind of learning that you do. Being mm-hmm. willing to say, oh, I messed up there, but let's see how I can get better. Yeah, totally. And that's going to happen in any goal for sure. Um, you're going to fail or you're going to get <laughs> off. <laughs> you're going to fail. It's a, it's a fact. Like, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, you're going to fail and you're going to get off track sometimes. But as long as you stay consistent in practicing and trying to chip away at that goal, you will get there. How do you deal with disappointment when it comes to not achieving your goals? Not well. Wrong person to ask. No, no, I'm kidding. Um, see, I think I've learned not to set goals that I can't achieve. Right, you set realistic goals. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but when I don't set realistic goals... It, it can be very refreshing, like kind of just like a day-to-day thing. Like if I want to 
do as many things as I can in a day and I don't do that. I get upset and I feel like I failed and like I feel frustrated. But ultimately, like if I had made them reasonable, I could have achieved them. But I think there comes a point in goal setting or like working towards goals where you have to know when to give up or when to change your goal Mm -hmm. to make it more realistic. Um, Because as soon as a goal is affecting your well-being and kind of being very taxing on your either emotional, physical, um, spiritual, or mental well-being, it's it's not a goal anymore. It's like mm-hmm. a goal is supposed to be something where you grow personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's taxing any of those areas in your life, you're not growing personally. You're just, you're declining mm-hmm. in your growth almost. Right. But that's not to say that you can't still grow from that point. You might even grow more from that point because you have learned to fail and you have learned more about yourself. You've learned that I can't do that, that Mm -hmm. goal or I need to be more realistic. So, yeah, I think knowing when to give up on a goal is very important as well. Have Mm -hmm. you ever had to give up on a goal, Lauren? (laughs) Great question. (laughs) Actually, yeah. Not actually. Of course I have. Um, so for me, did I tell you I used to play the piano? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so so in piano, like the Royal Conservatory of Music, you have to get like on top of your actual, like, do you, wait, have you played the piano before? When I was like a kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be like explaining it and you're like, oh, I know this certain <laughs> No, please but explain. Anyway, so you have to, not only do you have to learn the songs and everything to advance to like the next level, but you have to learn like theory. So learning the history of music and stuff I wasn't interested in. <laughs> no offense to anyone that's interested in, in it. Before you can get like your level 10 certificate, you have to do all this like history stuff on top. And I just liked the playing. I didn't really like the theory and composition, that stuff. And so, yeah, when I was in grade nine, I was finishing my last or not my last. I, I was I was still working on getting the getting that stuff done. And then, because it had been a goal of mine for so long, ever since I was in the first grade, to get my level 10 piano certification. But I just hated, like, learning the history, and it just wasn't what what I was interested in. And then, and then I thought to myself, wait, I don't have to reach this goal. Even though this is something I've been doing for, like, the last 10 years of my life, it's okay to, I guess, give up, you know? It's, it's okay to... Um, because I feel like your values change and maybe what you want changes, especially for me when I was in the first grade, I wasn't, I didn't say, oh, I'm going to get my level 10 piano because my parents just put me in it anyway. So, and then I stopped doing the the history, whatever. Um, and I still finished like level 10 in just like the playing and I was happy with that. You know, I didn't need a a certificate to say that I'm at this level or anything. And I'm glad that I gave up because, it would have just been time wasted for me doing things that I really don't want to do. So yeah, knowing when to stick with your goals and knowing when to not do them anymore. It's hard to make that distinction sometimes if it's something you've been working towards for your entire life. Yeah, that's a great example of when to give up or when to restructure goals. Um, Because ultimately you see that experience as positive and that's what you want in a goal mm-hmm. or like your personal growth. And you didn't want that to be a negative experience of, Oh, I didn't achieve this um, mm-hmm. certificate, but instead like I got to this level and that's, that's where I'm content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think a lot of times we have maybe tunnel vision on just, just this one title or this one thing. But thinking about the progress you've made so far, this is another point that I wrote down. Um, I feel like goals are very future-oriented. So we'll, for example, the the one where you said you'll do five pull-ups by the end of the year, it's very much, oh, one day I'm going to achieve that. And I think it's important to recognize like the work you've done so far because that can be motivating and maybe the pull-ups is a bad example, but maybe you can do one pull-up. So think about, oh, I already can do one pull-up, and I put in the work. Maybe doing five pull-ups will be easier for me. Yeah, totally. Um, this also comes back to like looking at your previous journal reflections mm-hmm. and reading where you came from and um, kind of reflecting on your previous habits. Um, and I had a conversation with, my brother about shout out, <laughs> shout out to Adam. <laughs> I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was during when I was in my rut and he was saying how you should kind of revisit your old habits that you had because mm-hmm. at one point in time they made you happy and they worked for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go through like the ebbs and flows of life and um, you change habits or you change um, your goals and things, but maybe going back to those habits that you had, like for me, I was practicing yoga a lot in high school um, and meditating and things like that. So trying those habits again can sometimes be beneficial as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And like recognizing where you came from back then, like, oh, like I used to do yoga like all the time, like what happened? And then kind of like going from there. Yeah, what advice can we leave our listeners if they have a goal that they want to achieve? Uh, make it reasonable and something that you can achieve. Be consistent. Uh, be patient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't be afraid to ask for help. And what else have we talked about? Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to fail, mm-hmm. yeah. And... Um, <laughs> I'd say start small with any goal. For example, like I want to hike Mount Everest. No, 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 not that I do, but (laughs) just a goal, for example. That might, if you've never like hiked before, then that is a super unrealistic goal. So I'd say start small. Start with like, I'm going to walk around my neighborhood (laughs) where it's flat and, you know, there's no risk of hypothermia. Unless you live in a cold place. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's a great one. And I think... Um, make some make a goal that is meaningful to you and have a good reason behind it because that will definitely help you to stick to it and be um, more likely to achieve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't do a goal just because someone else is doing yeah. something similar. Do it because it aligns with your own values and yeah. something you genuinely want to achieve. Exactly. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like this episode, make sure to like the Facebook page and subscribe on Spotify or the Apple podcast app. New episodes are posted every Wednesday. See you next time. Thanks, Janine, for being on the show. And I'll see you next week.